Hello guys, hope you're well. Um, sorry for the lack of audio love. Um, I've got two episodes up on YouTube as of time of talking um, that aren't up on Spotify. I've just noticed that I do that weird tut. Shout out to Jack Makes Happy Hour for making me super self-aware. Um, <laughs> that was false. Um, so yeah, oh my fucking God. So, <laughs> enjoy the episodes. Ollie from Wild Hair has been chefing for 18 years, not 11 years, so please ignore that. Oh, I'm super self-aware now. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, enjoy the episodes. We've got one with me and John from the Isolation Booth podcast talking about Andrew Tate and all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, cost of living, going absolutely mad. Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, not wanting to take photos Pantera reunion Opinions on that and all that sort of stuff Living to 150 as well uh, And we've also got Smiley Dave Up That will probably come up on Saturday If you're listening to this on Saturday Hello If you're not, hello um, So yeah, that's what's going on in the world of Bedlam um, These episodes are both up on YouTube And I'm about to hit I think it's 80 subscribers Which is quite cool so we're starting to get back on the uh, track of YouTube and uh, this one's kind of flipped on its head. But yeah, Smiley Dave, absolute legend. Uh, John, absolute legend as well. Just can't thank him enough for everything he's done to me lately. Everything he's done for me, rather, that sounded weird. Um, so yeah, awesome. Enjoy the episodes. And uh, this will go on both of the episodes as just a front bit because I still haven't done the Wild Hair re- re-add. So um, yeah, nice one. I'll speak to you all soon. Keep it better than, keep it real. And yeah, enjoy. Haircuts. We all need them. Sometimes they can be a bit of a chore. Sometimes it feels like you're on a bit of a conveyor belt and the person at the end of the haircut puts that mirror up and you kind of look at them like, oh God. But we go along with it because we're British, right? We all know what that's like. So, Dom. At Babylon Barbers, you'll feel right at home with a relaxed vibe and a professional experience all round. With both veteran and sens discount, Dom has time for absolutely everyone, as everyone deserves that fresh haircut feeling. Supporting the local community is a huge part of the job, so go see Dom and get more than just a haircut. I use Dom myself, I couldn't be happy with the results. He'll trim your beard, he'll trim your eyebrows, all that stuff. Right, back to the show. Absolute bedlam. Absolute bedlam. Absolute bedlam. Talking about topics and stuff. Absolute bedlam. Absolute bedlam. Absolute bedlam podcast. Who? What? Where? Why? Welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. We've somehow managed to get to the end of Season 9. We've just hit 5k listens on Spotify, so thank you very much for that. That's a pretty big milestone. It might not sound like a lot to people, but to me that's massive that 5,000 people, have, or you know, 5,000 clicks have happened. People have gone out of their way to listen to this, and the most recent episode, I didn't even really post it around. I just uploaded it, and it just absolutely banged so thank you so much for listening guys tonight i've got smiley dave and he's smiling already and uh been talking on twitch for about i'd say probably seven or eight months yeah just on and off 
obviously you know Luke from Pastamaco. Yeah. Had to do an interview with him when Transmute dropped and completely fucked that up. <laughs> um, so that was fun. Um, and then you were like, do you want me to set it back up? And I was like, well, Transmute's kind of like six months old now, so I don't really know if we've got anything to talk about. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I met you in a weird way. I think Twitch probably recommended your channel to me. Foolish Twitch. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, there's no, no need for that. Like they're just they're just out to get you as well. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast, buddy. No worries. How's your day been? You alright? It's been alright, yeah. I've been traveling. Uh went back mm. to my hometown, went to my favorite restaurant, which served the best chicken, and it now serves the most mediocre chicken. Um so I was gutted about that. Absolutely yeah. gutted. Yeah. Oh man. What do you reckon right. that is? Huh? Do you reckon the chef changed or? The they, well, they were. They did say they were short staffed, so I, I like. I'm not going to, you know, send reviews to Google and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But, um, you know what? I'm going to shame them. Two watermills in Newbury. Um, do better. Okay. Yeah. I, I understand you're short staffed. Don't, don't, don't dry that chicken. I didn't deserve it. Okay. It genuinely feels like a disciplinary meeting. <laughs> well, know, I, I, I know yeah, you've been through I, a lot, chicken. I know. Place. I know. Yeah. I know. We've all been through a lot. You know. I understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Others more than I get it. Right. Don't let the chicken suffer for that. That's yeah. that's not on the chicken's fault. Mm. Right. Mm. So yeah. It's the least right, you can do. They die you know they, they, exactly yeah they're actually very sweet the, the waiter and the waitress that served her, that served us were just overly sweet like it was very so they were like how was your david and i'm just like oh no it's been very we, we'd already sat down but they were yeah. just like, how, how's, how's your david and i'm like oh, very good thank you what you got up to i'm like oh, what's happening yeah. is this what is going on this is too much information you this is too much customer service if anything pre-interview oh yeah yeah before says, you know, if Dave comes into your restaurant, then make sure you, uh, you grill him, pun intended. Exactly, yeah. Awesome. I was like, luckily, I've got a podcast later. This is a nice little uh, build-up yeah. to it. Yeah, a little bit of training. Awesome. Um, so other than Twitch, you are a comedian. You mm -hmm. are a host slash producer of various things. Mm -hmm. I know that you've been involved in Hang the DJ and stuff like that. Is that correct? I uh, I have DJed with uh, Hang the DJs, yes, uh, the lovely Tasmin and the lovely uh, Zavi. Yeah, no, I've known them for, for quite some time. But yeah, no, we did Rock the Week. It was really good because I've known Tasmin for, for Tasmin Taylor for like ages, and every time we see each other, it's, it's always been lovely and, and awesome. And she's great because uh, you can use her as a meeting point at festivals yeah. because they're just like you know the person dressed mm. like uh, they are the embodiment of UV. Um, yeah, like that's you just use that. You cite, yeah. You, 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 yeah, there's like an aura, there's a glow around her constantly. So, you said, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm by the I'm by the, the glow, yeah. So, <laughs> it's a really good meeting for you, just moving about, yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah you've done quite um, a lot. Um, I don't really know where to start, to be honest. It's all a bit crazy. You've done some Facebook viral videos as well, haven't you? So, that was, yeah, that was the so the latest. Um, I've been lucky in times, uh, and yeah. one of the lucky things. <laughs> <laughs> during uh during the covid yeah a couple of my videos um i i it all started that i was living um in uh in london weirdly enough with it's a name drop it's, it's, this is the, the weirdest name drop uh you'll have today uh, the drummer from elliot minor <laughs> which is uh an emo band from the 2000s yeah. and uh there was a guy living there who was the boyfriend of one of the people living there, and uh, he was looking to get like we were just just start the start the pandemic, and he was a lovely guy called George, 
and he was just he was trying to find his own career path and he was like he don't really know what he wanted to do i was like he's six foot six mm. and i was like you are perfect to be a cameraman mm. like let, let me just tell you the basics of being a cameraman i've done video producing for years yeah. um like from from uni days and from the hook uh and my own projects so I was like, let me tell you the basis of doing a cameraman. And I taught him the basis of being a cameraman. I was like, right, okay, we, we did some in the house. I was like, right, there's a pandemic, there's a panic buy thing going on right now at Tesco's. Mm. Like, let's just go down there. We'll bring a camera and we'll cover that. And then we can get you um, doing being a cameraman for social media people. Like, mm. you'll know what to do. I'll, tell, I'll, I'll direct you. Um, it was really good. And we filmed it. We recorded it. It was just, it wasn't supposed to be anything. Yeah. Um, we got the footage back and I said, look, I'll edit it. You can use it as your showreel. And as I was editing it, I was like, actually, this is not bad. There's, there's some funny stuff in here, some good stuff, like stuff that was never meant to be seen, but uh, yeah, yeah, never seen, never meant to see the light of day. And I was like, Do you know what? I'll just, I'll just put it together, put it out on Facebook. And it, yeah, it did extremely well. I was like, oh, wow, this is, this is, this is something. Um, so yeah, that was the first video. And then I did, um, Another video on top after that, which was, uh, I think, just um, the just the people protesting weird stuff. Uh, oh no, I think it was people being horrible to people, um, like just like just being mean to to start waiters and all that sort of stuff and uh, shopping assistants. I just made a video and that did really well. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna carry on doing this. So it all came. Um, quite accidentally and yeah it did it, they all did really well and i was like right and i first had my first viral video mm. uh got into the millions mm. which was a good feeling yeah yeah uh, absolutely what's your thought on these restaurants that are popping up all over the place that are like they will actively insult you as a customer i love that do you like i am a fan of comedy roasts right mm. now if you can go to like I mean, are we, this is there not a better place than Britain than to go somewhere and just be like the amount of self-deprecation this country has. Every yeah, single member of us, we just—it's funny. Yeah. It is funny. Like it is the, one of the greatest things we do is roasting our friends. Like yeah. it is so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, imagine going somewhere where you know you'll get roasted. All yeah. your, you know, any weird like sort of, you know, facing. Maybe you have a friend, right? That 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 doesn't shower very often, right? Well, you can go to one of these Karen cafes and hope yeah. that one of the waiters just happens to walk by and do the hard conversation for you as they turn around and go, all right, here's your menu and a bar of soap. Um, I, I, I'll, I hope you get introduced to both of them, you know? Yeah, fucking hell. I haven't been to one yet, but it just sounds like the most mental, like you say, the most UK thing ever. Oh yeah, but but which, yeah. One, which one have you heard of? Karen's Diner, yeah, I think that's the one you mentioned just then. But I'm assuming they'll become more ubiquitous as time goes on if they're successful, and they'll be in like the Dolphin Shopping Centre in Pool, and potentially I can't remember what the place is called in Southampton, but Southampton, I, I, I'd go there. Well, Southampton, I mean, you, I mean they don't have to have a Karen uh, one mm. there. You just they they're just like they're just underpaid, so you get that treatment anyway. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, the warm-up version. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, what else have you been up to lately? I know you've done a podcast with Luke from Preston Echo. Yeah. Tangent podcast. Yeah, that's been that's been really fun. Like he is so lovable. Like he is just 
a ball of happiness and he never has a bad word even if i have a bad word to say he will find he will play the devil's advocate which is the happy one he'll be the happy version he's a massive ufc fan which is so odd yeah, yeah because he's yeah he's a massive US, uh, ufc fan um and he is just the most lovable person ever like his voice is is hilarious it, it, it's incredible his vocal it, it, vocally impressive but yeah. just his talking like the dynamics between me who's got quite a low voice and him who's got particularly high voice is just i love yeah. just yeah but he's very hard to get a hold of so i i, I understand if uh he's a very busy boy yeah i had a bit of a nightmare trying to get hold of him for the transmute <laughs> um i had to go through martial records and i was trying to explain oh, wow. to the um the a and r person there that like i was using my phone at this point i still use my phone yeah. sometimes now um and it's a 15 minute time sensitive link and they mm. were like well we finish at 5 p.m and I was like, <laughs> I, I need you to forward this. Like, if you're not going to give me his email address, I, I, yeah. I don't know what you want me to do. Um, and I use Google Meet for the first time ever. This whole new world of, like, video editing and all this sort of stuff and video podcasting. And um, I forgot to press record. Oh, you know, I just you forgot did. to press record. <laughs> um, so I'd ended the meeting... Oh. And this hot, you know, this horrible feeling that you get of like my dogs legitimately eating my homework, and I'm fucked. Yeah. That yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I kind of hope that this like does something. Like when, when Zoom finishes, it syncs and it converts the file. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that will happen. Like that will back me up and save my ass. And it just didn't happen. So oh, I basically course, yeah. just had a Zoom meeting with Luke and talked about transmute for an hour. Um, but yeah, I got onto Twitch like um because he was streaming straight after the interview yeah and i was like mate i fucked up <laughs> it's like don't worry about it it's fine but yeah he's well into his cars isn't he luke he is uh ridiculously into his cars we talked on uh one of the episodes we talked about how he put together this car him and his uh her dad his dad was go mm -hmm. we're going to like something like uh good the, the good Good speed? No, it's not it. Anyway, it's, it's like a car convention type yeah. thing, hmm. and they're in this mini, and this, and the mini like the, the it breaks halfway down the motorway, and like it snaps, like the axle snaps and all that sort of stuff. Like, like as much as he knows everything about cars, he knows yeah. so much about cars. He puts together the cars in his if we're, in his spare time, but he <laughs> does not have the best of luck in cars. Like he he pushes. The, the limit of what a car should be expected to do. Like if yeah. a car looks like it's going to die, don't let it, don't go, don't plan a two and a half hour journey with a motorway, yeah. right? And then he's then he's by the motorway, he's at the end, the, the, the side of the motorway. And he was just telling me like the stories, it's the stuff he don't even, like the, the, the fact that people throw, not just litter and garbage and cans on there, but it's like, like human stuff and yeah. like like bot like these huge bottles like milk bottles filled with you know truckers <laughs> yeah 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 bloody young man yeah so like he just telling the story and i was like what what is going like yeah but he absolutely loves cars absolutely like huge fan of them yeah yeah he even does got a lot like of... a that, that video game that yeah video mario game. kart yeah he's all about it isn't he oh no yeah no he had one called my summer car where you oh, actually right. have to build a car yeah and it's all technical it's yeah so yeah boring <laughs> i think he was one of the first people i watched on twitch and his streams mate are completely all over the place like Damn. when you join like the room when he actually goes live you've got mm. like a little pixel like a little character 
and you're like flying across the screen and like people put in like their Pokemon Whale Lord, which is like this fucking huge like Pokemon. And um, there's like farting going on and like channel redeems and just this like um, like a sort of foghorn noise and meh, 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 that sort but of thing. To him, to him, that's a library. On. That's yeah, yeah. that's him being in a library. That is yeah, normal. Yeah. That is how he yeah. like like more chaos. Yeah. Like and it syncs up with him. Like yeah. you get to a certain amount of just chaotic yeah, like yeah. good. Like yeah. and it just it's yeah. just like white noise to him. This is how this is how life is. Yeah, very wholesome. And he was always wearing the same cuz he's like jerky worms, isn't he, on Twitch rather than Luke. Yeah. But yes, yeah, like a sort of alter ego and I imagine his like wardrobe's just like 50 like the Simpsons where it's just the same outfit oh, so he's the same character each time no, yeah. we've actually managed to, I've managed to catch him on a couple of podcasts wearing different t-shirts uh, but it's weird because when I looked at looked at watched the footage back he was wearing that same yellow and black stripy t-shirt so I, I don't know I, I'm pretty sure it was just it was a, an illusion one of the greatest illusionists ever like nice. yeah. yeah love that so what got you into Twitch uh, well I'm actually out of it now um, I literally so I did the last one um, last week, just because uh, I, I like Twitch because it was a way of talking to fans that had been, you know, that I'd made through Facebook. Um, and Zoe London, uh, some friends of mine who do social media, they were just like, Dave, you've got to come over here. It's so much fun. You'll kill it on here. And when I started, yeah, it was great and awesome. Um, but um, yeah, it just sort of, sort of, took up way too much there's too much technical stuff to, yeah. to, to like i've never felt so much like a boomer mm. um than when i was trying to not that i mean boomers are like genuinely better at it and technology technology than myself um but i've never felt so pathetic when it comes to uh it was just too technical just too technical yeah. i like funny stuff i like and if the funny thing doesn't work that frustrates me like, I always had two cameras, and if like I'd use one camera to like do something stupid, and um, you know, but yeah, so I, I I stopped doing Twitch. It was just uh, okay. it was great to talk to everyone and that stuff, but I just needed to concentrate on my videos, yeah. the podcast, um, and doing my stand-up. I'm doing going back to doing stand-up again. Yeah, really, I'm really really excited about. You could definitely dilute your brand if you're trying to be everywhere at once and reacting to things and just like yeah, it can get a bit much. I was trying to start on Twitch again because mm. I've, you know, I've got 49,000 followers mm. on Facebook, but yet I was on Twitch, you know, like, so yeah, it just yeah. sort of just it didn't, didn't sort of, sort of yeah, sync yeah. up. And just just why am I taking the hard route? You're just about to hit a K on Twitch, I've just seen. The conversion rate, mate, I don't know what that's about. Like, it's so brutal. Mm. Like, um, there's a YouTube channel I've watched for ages and they're massive, TGF Bro. I watch them at like 600 subscribers. And then they started doing their own content. Like Jay and Ramel started doing their own channels, mm. and it like made TGF bigger almost. I think they're now on like eight million subscribers. But if I, they went over to Twitch, their conversion rate at the beginning eventually mm. would probably reach like you know three million, four million. But it's just piss poor. I don't know what you have to do nowadays to get people to click a link, but it seems it's, harder than ever now. It's so yeah. I mean, there's I mean, there's all like. Twitter hasn't helped because you've always got those links. Every third one is like a promoted post and it's like filled with, you know, cookies and, and all that sort of stuff. So it doesn't help. I actually met the manager of the TGF Bros yeah. uh, in Covent Garden one time and he was just telling me they were just about to launch a new energy drink, their own energy drink. Yeah. I don't know if they've launched it yet. Um, they've got energy. that. Yeah, I don't think it's yeah. yeah. 
Um, and so he had this, he had this, it was great. We were in London and he's just walking around with this white powder in a, in a large baggie. And I'm just like, what's going on? And my friend, uh, who's also a social media person, he was just there, he's just licking his finger and putting his finger in there and just tasting it. And I was like, what is going on? What is happening? I, I, I feel like there's a SWAT team gonna come in any second now and take us all out. What is yeah. going on? And they're like, oh no, this is the guy for TJ for us. He's got this as his new flavor. I'm like, oh, well, keep putting your finger in there, you weirdo. Um, literally <laughs> yeah. just, at, at his, um, yeah, and he was just telling me they're about to do, they only do two drops a year for their merch. And it sells out like that. Yeah, and I won't. I, 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 I won't say the number, but it's it's oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Like the things they have to get ready for these these drop days, and the quickness of them selling it is phenomenal. And we, you know, they they deserve everything. Yeah, they really grinded. Like, I'm not trying to derail this, but fuck me, like they were living in their parents' houses. They were mm -hmm. cementing themselves into bathtubs. They just like. I love like I've always had this deep fascination with glue on my hands and like peeling okay. it off in one sweep, you know. Oh yeah. Satisfying yeah, yeah. sort of ASMR sort of thing. But they were just like hold my beer. Like we're gonna like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. break into like a freight container full of toys and just this yeah, it's like sort of Peter Pan vibes of like well, that's really, it. I mean, really we are the childhood. So we we are the Peter Pan well like we call the yeah. Peter Pan generation because we're the generation that never grew up. Um, which I, I totally agree with. I actually, there's a there's a whole, I, there's there's a I don't know how to I, there's I talk about Peter Pan. There's um, something I heard about Peter Pan, which I think is quite sweet but quite macabre as well. Okay. That the whole Peter Pan thing was uh, was made up by the author to help um, parents get over the the like sort of the death of their children. Oh, okay. If they sense. if they die young, Peter Pan was basically taking them to yeah, to yeah. heaven to the to their heaven where they would never grow up, and they would just carry on and like it was just like a yeah. nice thing. Like Peter Pan was like basically the Grim Reaper who would just be taking these kids and just taking them to a better yeah, place because they fly. Yeah, that's, that's quite sweet. Yeah, I yeah. That's quite. I mean, it's, again, it's macabre, but it's uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's quite sweet. Um, okay. Anyway, back to happy things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just found that, yeah, I, I just, yeah, it's a little weird, weird thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, the last time I did watch you on Twitch, you were playing Soma. Oh, God, yeah. And I could tell that there was a lot going on. Um, and I was trying to sort of coordinate this with you. And, yeah. you know, doing that on the Twitch stream is fucking just... Sometimes I mean, it's the it only way that I can interact with people. We're here now, yeah. obviously. But sometimes I know that people are like flooded with DMs. They live in London. They've got to go on other people's podcasts to promote their own podcast and all that sort of stuff. And like um, Tasman's a really good example of that, where she's just flat out. She's she, always doing something. Constantly. Her work ethic. So, do, will people know? Will your 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 um, listeners know who Tasman is? And I think so. And yeah, I've got a couple of sort of things in the pipeline to get her on at some point because she was absolutely killing the Twitch game. But so I think she, a lot of people that are local to me will know who she is. Hmm. Well, Taz, okay, well, Tasmin, um, yeah, so we we ended up, we DJed together at the uh, um, the Heavy Music Awards, I think it was the second year. Uh, yeah, because their first year I did the interviews for the Heavy Music Awards. Then the second year um, was at the Coco in Camden, nice. and 
we DJ'd on stage, but it was hilarious. Uh, I made a video about it because we went up there. There was all sorts of problems getting us on stage. And then when we finally got up on stage, um, like the curtain comes up and there's no one. The security have told all the crowd that they have to leave. Like that, even though like there was supposed to be an after party, all the security have gone around and told everyone to get out. So when the curtain came up and there's no one there, we were just like, oh, so we're just playing to like the music industry and bands, <laughs> yeah. and it was just so weird. And I was just like, this is this is so this is so tragic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, since like Tasman has just absolutely just grabbed life by the reins and just riding. That uh, that DJ in life and her and Zabby together. Oh my God! So a download festival. You've never heard donk donk music. Put a donk on it, like style music, and it's a download festival. A place where I once put on Toto Africa. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. What? Like, how can anyone hate Toto Africa? I hear you. I can see it yeah, in your yeah. eyes, right? And Absolutely. a guy comes up to me whilst I'm DJing in the guest area. He goes, "I didn't travel 200 miles." <laughs> to listen to Toto Africa, put on some Saxon. Right. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I, I, yes, sir, yes, sir. like huge biker dude with Vikings yeah, yeah. on the back. Um, and like, and now like Tasmin and Zavi, like Tasmin looking like the glowing um, Adonis that she is. Adonis? That does not work. That's a goddess, isn't it? And, and Zavi, the beautiful man of he is, just, just doing these like massive dogs like sort of dancing in this DJ thing and everyone on the floor going crazy. It was yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the last time. And I you met... know her from Fandangle, right? Yeah, man. So I've got 10 minutes. So I'll send you a new link. So I'll try and condense this down. Um, I think she went to Weymouth College. I don't know if that's 100%, um, but she was always at a venue called Queens, which is now ironically a solicitor's building which is just like the most complete polar opposite. Like it was the most mental music venue, people getting served underage. Um, you know, people were, people were um, buying like a pint of Coke and literally someone would go out back and get a two litre bottle of Coke that hasn't even been refrigerated and they would like fill it up. And like people were in financial trouble and stuff like that. And it was just such a like classic music venue and we had mm. mental bands like N-Dubs, Jeffree Star, um, Fandango. <laughs> That's a name I haven't heard for a while. Um, New Riot, I think they were called. I was at jail, I was in a Fandango yeah. music video. Nice, nice. Like back in the day when uh, <clears throat> Adam Bantz, the lead singer, the, the, yeah. um, I saw. I actually went to LA last year. Uh, no, three years ago, uh, just before the pandemic, and I, we actually met up. He's, he's like best mates with Jim Jeffries now. He, uh, so we, I, I went, we had a mutual friend, took us down to his place in, uh, at the time it was like Farnborough, Camberley. Yeah. And we went to his music video and they were doing a music video <clears throat> out the back. And uh, my friend uh, ended up, they, they gave him a beer bong, right? So a beer bong, so they were, I saw him doing it and they filmed him doing the beer bong. Um, and I was like, yeah, that looks for like fun. And I must have been like, what, 16 or something like that, right? And he's like 18, 19, and a better drinker than I ever was. And I, so I've got myself, I've got myself uh, the beer bong and I put my head down and I'm waiting for them to put the beer in there. They put one beer in there and then the rest, and you can see this in the music video, and the rest is like about five or six spirits, neat spirits going in at once. And I'm just like gulping, 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 not, not thinking this through. Yeah. Right, just keep on gulping and gulping because I can't see what's going on up there. 
Yeah. Uh, and then there's a video. It's also in that music video later on. It's me throwing up by the fence. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Proudest moment. Yeah. And that was on P Rock. <laughs> nice. If you remember P Rock. No, I don't have a clue what that is. No. It was the force. So P Rock is what Scuzz TV turned okay. into. Yeah. Yeah. There's a mental music channel I'll mention in a bit that just seemed like it was like Luke Callie's brain, basically, for like three hours a day. I'll go on to that in a bit. Um, but Tam Tasman, going back to her, like, um, she was always at gigs. Like, mm. she lived and breathed it. And I felt like if she actually grabbed the ball by the horns and moved to somewhere like London, then she would actually make something out of herself because I can't really see her working behind a bar and, like, settling. Do you know what I mean? She's a bit yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm the life and soul of the party. I am a glow stick. Um, and yeah, she's done really well for herself, which is really cool to see, actually. Yeah, she's um, like, yeah, she's yeah. moved in like um, she's with uh, like I say, like sort of. Savvy's a lovely, like just a massive six foot five puppy um, as well. And just watching them together, like I was talking to Savvy, and like they were talk. He was talking about how they DJ separately as well. Like she, mm. she does uh, under under Tasman Taylor. She, mm. Yeah, he does stuff under Zavi. Um, but he gets because he's used to going on tour with her and that because of hang the DJs. Yeah. He now gets he's he was telling me that he gets sad because he now DJs on his own. Yeah. Um. So he doesn't have and so he doesn't DJ. So he'd rather DJ with Tasmin. And like that is that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful yeah. business relationship as well as an actual real relationship. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Very sweet. I think the last time I saw her was Teddy Rocks. And oh, um, yeah. She, she just went, went down from Boomtown. Oh, right, yeah. Show. Yeah, amazing time. She went to see um, Raiders, Sean Smith's new band. Oh, yeah. And she was like, hey, how's it going, Ben? You all right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, just um, just chilling, really. I helped out a couple of times at this festival, like, a couple of years ago and stuff like that. And she's like, I fucking love Sean. He's a right little slag. And she just went up to, like, the stage, and, she, and Sean was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, she's here. And just, like, like a genuine, like, real relationship, you know. Like, yeah. A lot of people big up themselves at festivals, and they're like, I once saw the Blackout soundcheck, and they acknowledged me because I subscribed to their Patreon. Whereas, <laughs> like, it's a genuine reaction and an interaction, and it's mm. quite nice sometimes when people don't just, like, inflate themselves at these festivals and then disappear off the face of the earth and bullshit people. <laughs> but, yeah. What have you? What have you seen? There was so much <laughs> anger behind that sentence. There was just like I've a, seen a lot, a, man. A, <laughs> I used to put on, used to put on gigs, mate. I've seen it all. Oh, I've that's where people... the jadedness has come from. I knew I've, there was something. There's... I've, I've seen people like watch Skin Dread sound checks, and then like a couple of hours later, they're like, "Yeah, me and Benji just couldn't stop talking," and I'm like, "That didn't happen. I was here." Like you put the barrier up on the stage, and then you went and got a drink. Like, don't yeah, lie to me. There's, there's, uh, yeah. There's, there's something when you go to festivals and stuff, and if they do it, if you, yeah, it's one of those. I would, I have experienced being on stage, uh, like backstage, listen to a band, yeah. maybe a couple of times. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, like, I was always asked to do it, and I just, and I did it like a couple of times, and, I, and then I realized that it's horrible. Yeah, it is the sound. Is horrible. It's cool to see a crowd if they're doing stuff. I mean, if you're if you can get uh, on Skindred's, uh, if you're watching Skindred and you're watching, you know, outside of stage or something, and you get yeah. to that when they do the Newport helicopter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off, that's got to be an awesome sight to see. That would be. Yeah. But if you're just side of stage, 
yeah. to say you're side of stage with this band. 100%. That doesn't make any sense. It sounds horrible. The speakers point out, you yeah. literally just get drums. Yeah. You just get drums and cymbals and it's yeah. and, and like muffled um, vocals. You know, the monitors that the guys use, that the guitarist and the, the, the singer uses, point to them. They don't point out to the side. So you just, it's just yeah. start, it was start effing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's and it's Absolutely. yeah it's not good that it's a horrible way to enjoy a festival if you if it's you know if that's your thing where someone has to you've got to have a story and your story yeah. is i was side of stage or a festival that is a terrible story yeah 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 and like i've been on side of stage and it like like you said sound is like changing from stereo to mono oh yeah it's like why yeah. would you like I, I watch a couple of songs i might watch a band sound check but then i'll go into the crowd and actually experience it with people throwing beer at me and basically becoming a tumble dryer that's what i want that's what i've gone exactly. to see gorgira for do you know what i mean i haven't gone to watch him play a fucking side stage set yeah. I, i've walked around all day and my ankles have been fine that's yeah. not a normal th i want some of that to change immediately let's get yeah. in that pit let's uh let's that's put it. these what's left of my cartilage in my <laughs> knees to uh, the test yeah awesome all right i'll send a new link i'm conscious that time is running out um we'll talk about some of the gigs that you've been to and if you've got any plans to go to any more okay um, and we'll talk about some various other things like kinder eggs cheese strings and uk stuff that doesn't travel very well to be honest but oh okay <laughs> <laughs> so no i'll worries. send you a new link in a sec and we'll get started on part two okay all right buddy cheers bye and we're back recording in progress so what were we talking about I think I was going to mention something before we went to break. Um, I cannot remember for the life of me what it was. Anyway. We're talking about, what are we talking about? Tasman, we're talking about yeah. gig. No, 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 you want to talk about gigs? Um, no, I was talking about Kindra. Um, yeah. Hang on. Nah, that do. I went to the Edinburgh Fringe. <laughs> I don't know if that's... <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> let's um quickly go into comedy for a sec. So, how did you get into comedy, and what was your sort of gateway oh into it? That I mean that could be that could be an like three hour long podcast right there, right? But um, the quick version is uh, uh, my old man um, is was always like the funniest guy. Like, I'd always been in a room, and he would be. <laughs> He would be using me as a prop, like to make everyone <laughs> laugh, right? Because he he goes for shock humor, right? Yeah, he'd yeah. Be, like he's not mostly most emotionally intelligent or like um, politically correct, um, and which is a nightmare in itself. So uh, he would be making jokes about what he'd be, what he'd be like, and I'd be maybe five or six, and we'd have this this like sort of Morkman Wise, Ernie Ernie Morkman Wise sort of thing where. He would say a joke that would make people laugh because he'd be saying it in front of his son, and then I'd be like, and then he'd say to me, I'd say that, that that's disgusting, and then he would double down by saying something overly disgusting, and it was it was really messed up. Yeah. But I also saw the reaction he got from all his friends, and I absolutely loved that. Like, that, that's what mm. that's that's the personality that. So I get my 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 comedy from my dad, um, and the other stuff from my mum. But he was just oh yeah. Yeah. And um, it got, like I used to watch videos, VHSs back in the day of the comedians, and it would be like comedians that are cancelled now, 
<clears throat> but I liked the, the fact that they would say stuff and they would make people laugh. And I tried doing them at school. I repeat the jokes. Yeah. Uh, or I get a laugh. And then I did a talent contest. There was a talent show at my at my school prize court. Um, and I told three jokes. It was only a, three jokes, like, uh, you know, like a, a Englishman, like Englishman, Irishman, Scotsman sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and... Uh, and and I won the competition, which was really cool. And yeah. I've I, yeah, I've always just loved making people laugh. Making people laugh was like the, my main thing to do as a kid, and a teen. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's where a lot of my cynicism comes from. Is I used to I'm stop doing this now because it got to the point where I was just entertaining and I wasn't actually being myself. I was just being this like exaggerated, inflated person. But I would literally do anything to make people laugh to the point where like I would self-deprecate I'd uh -huh. be like you know oh this isn't a very good night I haven't been abused yet just like mental <laughs> shit like Frankie Boyle level of like insanity yeah, yeah, yeah. and a lot of people I, yeah. kind of befriended me because of that like mm -hmm. we'd go for like a work night out or we'd go for like a reunion from school and they'd kind of be there like he's about to say something mental and I'm like, oh, I don't want to just be that person that's always on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. See, I, 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 I get that. Like, like there are sometimes I'm just like, okay, like, I mean, I, I there's people pleasing. Like, I, I was always like a people pleaser, which is also mm -hmm. you know quite bad because the, you know those people pleasers, the happy people, are usually the ones that get burnt at some point, mm -hmm. you know, or like they don't get taken seriously and. Um, and overlooked, which, you know, because you're so easygoing and you're so, you know, fun loving. Um, yeah, you can be overlooked and yeah, and, and, and bad things can happen. I, I, I've, I, I've always wanted to do that. Like I've never stuck to a group of, when I was at school, I never stuck to a group of people. I was never in like a, like, I was never like, you yeah, know, just click. friends with one yeah, person. Yeah. Like, like a click. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. never like, I was, yeah, I was friends with the nerds. I was a friend with the geeks. I was, in, I was friends with the. The, the the popular kids mm -hmm. and I was like the, except for the super popular kids they just mm -hmm. couldn't understand my my humor they just kept doing that yeah. weird thing where they I don't know if they did it at your school they just spat on the floor constantly mm. they just had like a weird thing just mm. like little little spits and I'm just like I don't I'm not sure what is going on why is that a thing why mm. and then you see like the people that were wanting to be popular mm. trying to do that and I'd be like I don't what why are you starting doing that. So flood the I would just playground. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> Way you yeah, I would, yeah. I would just be with a group of people. So I'd be with the nerds. I'd make them laugh. Yeah. And as soon as I yeah. make them laugh, I move on to the next group. Yeah. And then I yeah, and then move on to the next group. Yeah, I relate to that. Yeah, it's like mission accomplished. Yeah. Like, my whole in fact, my thirty whole, minute break. This is my opportunity yeah. to do my stand up. It's mental, 100%. isn't it? Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, and yeah, it yeah. was reacting. It was singing songs. Uh, like coming yeah. up with comedy songs. Um. Yeah, my whole thing, my uh, my my GCSE year, like, my, I I did average on my GCSEs, um, yeah. but there was the the only thing I wanted to do for my end of year was there was a doctor, there was well, there was a science uh, a science teacher there called um, well, I don't know if I can say her name, but oh yeah, I, I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah. um, it, so there was a science teacher there, and she never laughed at anything I did, and I was like, I'm going to make her laugh. 
I need yeah. to make a. I need. It was a. It became yeah, yeah. an illness. A like, I, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I had like a, a war, a war room. And I'm just like, right. I'm gonna use this joke here. Like, I'm just moving. Like, no, that's not true. That's not true. It's but more like, important than actually getting through school. Yeah, oh yeah, it was more important, and, and, yeah. I, and like, and also, my friends knew how important it was to me to make this person laugh. So I made all the other teachers laugh, even the hardest ones. But this one, she yeah, just yeah. wouldn't laugh. Yeah, and I can't. She said something, and I said, I, 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 I retorted. I honestly, I can't remember what it was because everything was a blur. Because she chuckled, and I got up my seat and I went. Yeah, I was like, yes, like that. And like my friends, they were just, they were just like, ah, like, like he's done it. Like, I'm just like, that was, thank you. I'm taking a lap. And she's like, Mr. Mr. David, can you sit back down, please? Yeah. I really, I'm like, no, I made you chuckle. I'm taking it's like it. That's a proper, win. like, cobweb to like pinata drops from the ceiling. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you said the magic word, like, yeah. oh, God, there were ticker tape parade and everything. It was, it was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's got a sense of humour. It's just tapping into that, but it's also not yeah. like completely changing your entire like world belief to suit that narrative sort of thing. I mean, I, yeah. I'm chameleon. I, I'm very much a chameleon. Like, I can, I can. Yeah. You know, if if I'm talking to, I've got friends um, like that are into grime. Like, yeah, I've got like like friends that are mad into grime. Um, so like, I'll use words and terminologies that I know that they know. Um, and like I can, I can like just to fit, just so I can get the jokes out there. Yeah. And they, they you know, so I don't seem so alien, you know. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, so, I think sometimes comedy is like the best defense is a good attack. Yeah. So you kind of yeah. like poke fun at people and see how they react, and then you're like, it's yeah. just a joke, just a prank, <laughs> bro. That sort of YouTube like that's, mentality. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not, that's YouTube comedy. That's that's yeah, the yeah, worst. Yeah. It's like, oh, I just cut off your leg, and it's just like, just just a prank, bro. Just no. It's okay. Look, yeah. I've got a camera there, and it's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see the camera. Oh, yeah. So keep the leg, keep the. I'll just have my nub. <laughs> I watched a um, Facebook video recently, and it is the most staged video I've ever oh. seen in my life. And it's basically a guy who goes into a supermarket with his wife. And he gives her a mannequin hand, which is like a severed hand. And she's walking around the supermarket holding his hand. And it is it's a 22 minute long video. It's so like I know at exactly. some point, yeah. surely you're going to realise that that hand doesn't actually got any weight to it. Like, mm. come the fuck on. <laughs> but it's funny. The comments are funny, at least. Well, this is the thing, like... We, this, the amount of staged videos on Facebook is horrendous. Yeah, and they're all in the millions. Yeah, like they are all in. There's not one of those horrible, horrifically staged videos. Like my videos, I make sure that nothing's staged. I make sure that I try and get it on the first. If I'm doing a, yeah. a quip, like I get it on the first hit. The first yeah, hit's gonna yeah, be yeah. the because that's the most real reaction. Yeah. Um, but that stage nonsense is so much. And, and people enjoy it. So what am I to, who am I yeah, to tell yeah. them what to do? But, it's, but it also, right. also plays as well. So it's this, this like algorithmic, like, you might like this. You might, and yeah. then people are just like, uh, I can't bother to come off of this. I'm stuck now. I don't want to attack the algorithm too much because my mm -hmm. videos, for some reason, my, my Capital Riots video is still making the rounds. Like it's, really? It's, wow. Yeah, in the last couple of months, it's gone up 200,000 views. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, so it went from 2.5 to 2.7. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I haven't put it out there. No one's talking about it. Maybe because Trump got the FBI thing and like that's back in mm. the thing. Um, 
you know, but it's uh, it's interesting. Don't bite the fake hand that feeds you, something like that. That's it, that's it. There we go. Um, gigs. So, can you Ryan. remember the first, yeah, nice, first Thanks. ever gig you went to? Oh, yes. I thought it was, um, no, it wasn't that one. Oh, God, no, it wasn't that one. Was it that one? God, no. Yeah. So my first ever gig was uh, like the first proper gig. I've been yeah. to like like a local. What do you mean like like with a band band with an actual band? Yeah, like sort of established, like someone like Bring Me Horizon or someone like that. So my mate was dating this girl on in, on MSN, right? On the internet. Yes. On, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. Um, and she was in Leicester, and uh, we were in Newbury, and he wanted to go finally meet her, right? And so we went, we got a bus, we got a coach from Newbury to Leicester. And um, he said, look, we, she's got extra tickets to go see Green Day. And mm -hmm. I'd heard a couple of songs from Green Day. And I was like, yeah, why not I'll go down, I'll go down there. And um, we went, we went to Nottingham and we went to meet up and luckily they got on. Um, that was wonderful. Uh, <laughs> we went to Nottingham Rock City where Green Day were playing mm -hmm. and yeah. Uh, it was the and I know I know exactly I can remember the date I know exactly when it was I know what tour it was it was December 9th year uh, on the year 2000 right and we got there too early so we went around to the bowling alley next door we're in bowling away in, in the second lane right um with with my mate his internet girlfriend and her mate and this American girl's come up to us and just like hi uh, can we try out your balls please ours don't seem to be working and at yeah. 14 at 14 years old, we were just like, uh, <laughs> You said balls. You said balls. Garden. Um, yeah. yeah. It's a cracking comedy. <laughs> Amazing comedy. Um, I turned around to my mate and I was just like, This is mad. Like, these girls have traveled all the way from America just to see Green Day. And we looked over, and lane one was Trey Cool, the drummer, on his yeah, birthday, yeah. like in the next lane. And I was just like, dude, that's the drama, that's the drama. We got everything signed, we got like yeah. t-shirts, like everything was being signed, I had face signed, I had just everything. And uh, yeah, and then we watched Green Day, and that gig literally changed my life because I saw what Billy Joel was doing on stage. Mm. He had the, part of the crowd in the palm of his hand, he was mm. putting on different hats. He was, it was like, he did King for a Day, and he was like putting on hats. It, it was just a master, uh, mm. a master class in, Yeah. In entertainment and yeah. what he was doing, and since that day, I've looked at it. I, I remember that. I remember it really, and I've always just wanted to be there. Yeah, and it was just the greatest thing. Yeah, but bouncing souls were supporting. Well. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I haven't heard them in a while. Yeah. <laughs> what a name? What a shout out? Um, most recent gig you've been to? Um, does that have to be music? Uh, anything really. Anything. Uh, I went to Edinburgh Fringe. Um, <laughs> And saw a couple of a couple of new comedians, a few comedians. One performing nerd uh, who's actually on Twitch, a very very funny guy who does the magic. He is a memory man with with um, he does uh, tricks with Ruby's cubes. Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely if you're if you're on Twitch, go check out performing nerd. Um, performing nerd okay. But there was a uh, an amazing. I really enjoyed the uh, comedians. There was a guy called like, I love seeing new comedy, and this guy called Vlad uh, Ilitchi. So it's I L. I, I C I I think Alici, and he was so funny. Like he was from uh, North Ma North North Moldova, no Moldova. I don't know the one Macedonia, North Macedonia. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think I said Moldova as well. <laughs> when I told you, I was like, you're from Moldova, right? He's like, right. no. Uh, <clears throat> North Macedonia, hilarious. Just his view of like the British people is hilarious. And he introduced me to a guy called Radu from Romania. Uh, and if you just type in Radu into into YouTube, you can see some clips. And he did an hour on the pandemic. And I, me, me having jokes already about the pandemic and how people were and everything. He was doing the plus points of the pandemic. So he was playing devil's advocate. And it was the funniest hour I have ever seen. Um, yeah. it, the, 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 key, the way he cried. We all went for a beer after as well. I got to know them, which was really cool. Um, but it was just, just yeah. the funniest thing. Like, just, just the funniest thing. So, yeah, I definitely... Yeah. Just need to suggest Radu, R-A-D-U, as well, just as comedians. Has the Fringe always been in Edinburgh? Um, I think other people have, have mm. other Fringe as well. This is my first ever Fringe. It's the first yeah, time yeah. I've been there. I stupidly went on a coach because I wanted to experience it from the perspective of a brand new comedian. Mm. You know, I didn't want to you know, take flights and take trains or anything. Like that. I wanted yeah. to see, I wanted to do like ground level stuff. So we got the cheapest yeah, yeah. coach, which was the stupidest idea. It was hell on earth although it has it has like the 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 coach trip back which was overnight which involved like people shouting each other putting their like taking their socks off and putting their feet up on other people's like it was and and i swear to god like at one point there was a wild boar that i just ran through the actual coach that didn't happen but it felt like it did absolutely disgusting but it was like it drew it drove i was like never let this happen again work yeah. harder, put out more videos, make sure that this doesn't happen to you. Sure, fuel. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, fuel for the fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know if it's the end of it, but it was my first Fringe, absolutely loved it, <clears throat> yeah. No, the reason I ask that is because I'm from the absolute southwest part of England, and for me to go to Edinburgh to watch some comedians is appealing, but I'm yeah. not sure if uh, I can take sort of four days off work to justify that, because that's a hell of a lot of a car journey and a lot of fuel. I mean, the yeah. thing is this, that, that, that because it's so expensive, you do get guilted by the comedians because they spend a lot of money, like, mm. you know, renting out these places. So every time I went to go see one, it was like mm. 10 pounds, 15 pounds, you know, like if, even if, if it's free, you still yeah. put in like 10 pounds, 15 pounds. You just like that was a great set. It deserves it. There was one guy who caught us off guard. I'm not, he, he's a, a fellow Dave. I'm not gonna say his last name because okay. I, he, I'm, he was the worst thing. He was the most narcissistic guy we walked in right he looked at, and, and he hadn't learnt his his bit at all right he was just reading from this a4 paper and he went to the a4 paper went back to the microphone and said i'm in a throuple with my dogs okay that is a thing right and then went back to the page and did, i was like that, what do you mean what do you <laughs> why did anything finish there you've just what explain why this is a thing you have yeah. two dogs? Is that what you're saying? Are you trying to find a funny way to say you have two dogs? Like it was the like, and me and my, my girlfriend, we just were like, we're there, and we're like, there is, there are eight people in here. If we leave, it's gonna be awkward. Yeah, so we that's... wait for the whole thing, and I'm just like, and me, I was just lapping everything. I was just like, I'm just soaking up all this terribleness. Like yeah, yeah. at one point, he goes to the crowd and says, "Has any, has anyone else been?" in a near-death experience. And one of the crowd members, after a while, 
someone after a while after a painful while and no one has said anything someone puts up their hand yeah what 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 kind what uh, moment did you find was a near-death experience and this girl goes well I, I, I went up some rocks one time when you went up some rocks yeah uh, and um, I, I couldn't get back down and now I'm half cut by this point, right? It's about it's about half, it's about twelve uh, midnight. It's about midnight. Yeah. And I am in tears, laughing, because it's I'm like so she's awkward. pouring out her heart, uh, which I suggest. Like, and we we're, we're twenty minutes, we're fifteen minutes late anyway, because we're watching an actual hilarious like sort of yeah, standard. Yeah. So I don't know if she said, look, this is a safe space where you can say whatever you want. But I am in tears and laughing, and Annie, but like she's got a wicked sense of humor as well. So my girlfriend's in tears, and it's just the funniest thing ever. Just, yeah. Okay. And I was just, it was just so surreal. And, and I yeah. kept the, uh, he gave us uh, an, A, uh, an A5 leaflet, right? And on this A5 leaflet is his face. It's just his face, his name, and some kind of, I don't know who, who, who he paid to say superb comedian, yeah. right? But he right. had it on there and I've taken it back. And what my girlfriend doesn't know is that I'm, I'm going to have it blown up and just, she's gonna find this A5 paper like in different places, like if, if we ever have an argument, I'm just going to slide it in the fridge and just like put it in different places and just it'd be nice. hilarious moment we can we can just reminisce about together. You could do your own testimonial of like massive fan of rocks. Huge. Absolutely oh my God. It. Yeah. Has a great story about dogs. Ask yeah, me about yeah, yeah. my dog story. <laughs> no, doesn't know when to do crowd participation or not. Doesn't know how to read the room. Yeah, it was so weird. And then he kept Fantastic. doing an impression of, of um, what's this? Who's the, the guy from uh, uh, the ball? Jason Statham. Yeah. Jason Statham in different adverts. And it was the cringiest. Like the accent was off. The impression was terrible. It was, oh, God. Yeah. It was the most painful 40 minutes that it's burnt into my retinas. Love that. <laughs> I any, any gigs coming up in the future? Um, yeah, I'll be doing gigs around London, um, but like nothing until I get a strong. I want to get a strong forty minutes together and hopefully get a special uh, yeah. recorded by sometime. But there's lots of there's lots of um, things. My next big gig, I think I'm doing. I'm hosting the Newbury, the biggest uh, real ale festival in the UK. Nice, which is the uh, Newbury uh, real ale festival. It's mm. very cool. They've got they had like we had Reef play there before. Oh yeah, and um, <laughs> they could top loader, mm. which is that's very hard. Yeah, that's it. Literally, that's it. It's like I, I, that, that when, when they said, <laughs> "Yeah, this is the thing." So I said, "Right, how have you got Reef like yeah. with their you know with, who am I? How am I supposed to like introduce top loader? Am I supposed to go, ladies and gentlemen, top loader and their song? Yeah. Like, you know, that's all they have. When they when they finally did that, their, when they did the set, right." And it was a nightmare to get them on. They were so, oh my God, they were so picky. They, yeah. We got them on, they got them on, and they, they're they just coming off the off stage and they're like, smiles, we can do an encore. And I was like, you just milked dancing in the moonlight for 11 minutes. What have you got left? We're gonna do the same song again. Yeah. Yeah, so they came on and did Elton John. I was like, that is a that is a few sneaky, cheeky yeah. bastards. It's top loader and a loop pedal. It's, it's just- not, It's no dancing on. moonlight, it was a cover. <laughs> It's, a, it's not even their song, it's a cover of someone else's It's like song. Whiskey in a Jar Metallica. Yeah. yeah. Bloody hell. Brilliant. Um, who inspires you to do comedy? Who are your favourite comedians? Wow. 
so who inspired me? Uh, I got, uh, I think it was a Poundland VHS of Richard Pryor. And I yeah. hadn't known about Richard Pryor. It was just, it just said it does stand up comedy. Mm. And I watched that and I learned, I, I think I've watched that more than any other comedy special ever. Um, he just taught me how to tell stories, like the way he tells stories, the way he, uh, is it anamorphi- anamorphosize? But the way he just the way he just told stories was the most amazing thing I've ever. It, 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 the fact that it's from the seventies, it's called uh, Richard Pryor Live in Concert. It's the red, it's the red DVD. It's known as like the red video, um, and it was the funny and it was just hilarious. And he was like one of the first people to be telling stories like he was, not doing machine gun jokes, mm-hmm. um, and and doing what he's doing. And it's still today one of the funniest. That like, it still holds up. Yeah. nearly 50 years later in fact over 50 years it must be over 50 years now yeah. um but now uh when it comes to comedians um there are so many uh bill burr is a huge inspiration to me tom segura um another like again Amer- american comedians i love the storytelling american comedians you know um i'm not big on the pun one-liners mm. um although i like dimitri martin who is also another incredible uh, underrated, uh, very intelligent. He's like a math comedian, which oh, is very right. strange. Uh, yeah, but yeah, right. so Tom Skira, Bill Burr, um, in the UK, uh, I'm not going <laughs> to, I sound a little bit like Michael McIntyre when I get excited. So I, I want to try and stay away from that. That's, that's, uh, yeah. um, and also, yeah, I, I, he was fine at the time and then just got oversaturated. But um, mm. Ed Byrne, Ed Burns, great. Mm. Hopefully, I'll be talking to him soon. I've, I've had some weird, uh, a weird phenomena with Ed Byrne, uh, which leads me to believe I need to have him, need to talk to him, because there's just so many things. That, there's a few things that have happened that I'm just like, mm, the universe is trying to put us together. Okay, um, that's cool. Yeah. Um, what else? UK comedians. Uh, Radu, uh, like he is the literally one of. The way he his mind works, R A again, well, again R A D U, Romanian comedian. Uh, he's been here for a few years, and he is just an incredible joke teller. The way he builds up, the way like he is fearless. He will let you believe there is nothing coming for like fifty seconds, which on stage is a long time. You know, yeah. fifty seconds of him just explain, just getting to, the, and when that punchline hits. It is the funniest thing. I can't. I can't. I. I, I can't recommend him high, high, high enough. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I love that list. That's awesome. Um. I mean, there's so many games. others as well, but then. video yeah, games. Yeah. Oh wow. So. You were primarily a just chatting streamer on Twitch, but you yes. delved into stuff on Twitch like Soma and various other games. That I'm sure you played before I followed you. <laughs> um, what's your childhood memory of a video game? What was the first one that you can remember playing? Wow, first one I remember playing um, <laughs> was possibly Rise of the Triads, uh, okay. which is a very, very old game. I have no uh, idea what that is. Yeah, so it's like basically it's like Doom. Right. Um, and it came, like, my dad bought these, they came in like these massive. I sound like this is like, which sounds like the music to like. Hovis in the background as I'm talking about this but it was like this massive cardboard yeah. box and it had like 10 
10 uh, CDs, and one of them would be a demo involving loads of different things. Uh, and every CD would have about five or six games on them. Oh, it says your internet cable is un is connection is unstable. Is everything all right? Yeah, fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, it, so Rise of Trials is basically like Doom. Uh, it's like a okay. Doom game or Wolfenstein 3D. And yeah. that was the first game. And there was also there was some, like Race of the Nags, which was just betting. <laughs> but like it was like a luck of the draw type thing, and Duke Nukem was one of them as well. Duke Nukem yeah. was probably like I played that so much. That was a hell of a game. Yeah, yeah. Duke Nukem. Like oh my proper, god. Like Deadpool sort of self awareness of it. Of like, yeah. doesn't he go to the urinary? He's like, I need to piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah, that's the yeah. Thing. You can I just spent myself. You can pee. You can pay like topless. You can give a dollar to uh, a topless dancer who will show you some pixelated boobies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as a as a teen, that was glorious. Yeah, that, that was like. Uh, I was like, look, yeah. what's happening? Look what I can do. Mom, my parents never proud. What's this? Yeah, yeah. She just walks in. I'm just like, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, <laughs> you needed a wheel, all right? What do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> Health starts dropping. Like. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. That's, that's, um, yeah. Any video games coming out that you want to get this year? Uh, Two Point Campus, which just came out, I was really, looking, really looking forward to that. Um, and it's, it's, it's very good. I like those sort of games, like Theme Hospital. Mm. Um, and uh, like my favorite game, of all, like, yeah. So my favorite game of all time is Dungeon Keeper Two, um, which was again like a like a dungeon management game, and yeah. uh, I just love those games. I don't know why um, they're just cool, just mining for things and creating rooms and creating people and going to war. Very cool. Um, nice. But yeah, uh, so uh, new games coming out that one, and also I've been told about this one called Starfield, um, which okay. I think is a Bethesda and another Bethesda game. All right, out. I don't quote yeah, yeah. on that. But, um, but Starfield has been pushed back to twenty twenty three, but it looks incredibly good. Yeah, bloody hell, we're nearly in September now. Mad. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's the second time. It's the yeah. third time. Second time someone said that to me today. It's like you know, September's like a week away. I'm like, shut That's up. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Annoying. Yeah. Just on that, if anyone wants to donate to my PayPal, it's in a month for my birthday. Just you know, just throwing it out there. If you don't, if you want skin, like fuel costs like five hundred pounds a tank, and cheese, cheese has gone up by like a hundred percent where I live. My God. It was like two pound a packet in Asda, and that's two eighty-five. I'm like. It's that's slowly good. like what's happening to Weymouth cheese? I mean, that yeah, is yeah. like what is it? Do you have special cows? Are the cows having maybe Probably. like being like, maybe they're being treated better? Maybe that's what's happening. Like as you know, all these people, all these like, this is the thing: is all those vegan activists that are trying to help the cows. Mm. They're not thinking about you know the layman who's wanting the cheese at the end. If you start giving thrones to cows and start giving them jackets and and makeovers and, and treating, treating them. You're just yeah. gonna put up the price of cheese. I mean, it's, at what cost? Well, 85p apparently. Well, the cows and the pigs and the sheep and the chicken will start unionizing and they'll be screwed. That's it, they'll go on strike and then. That's it. Yeah. Awesome, <laughs> right, quick fire questions. Then okay. we'll do the meal question, the meal deal question, and then we'll wrap up. All right. Awesome, so just say the first thing that comes into your head as long as as little oh, as you want. Well, that's, well, that's dangerous. All right, yeah. Okay. All right. Free reign. Right. Kinder Egg. Is it a fantastic chocolatey treat, or is it a piece of shit with a toy inside, and you only buy it to get the toy? It's a fantastic chocolatey treat. Oh, going against what Bill Bailey says. Bill Bailey says it's a horrible piece of chocolate and a depressing toy. No, it is a glorious, it is a glorious treat. 
Baby belt or cheese string? Baby belt. Any day, every day of the week. Camping in a tent or a static caravan for one week? Camping in a tent. tent. Living in a city or living in the countryside? City. <laughs> Which is weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love tents, but uh, oh yeah, no, I'll choose a city. Yeah, I need that busyness. No, fair enough. Uh, what we got next? Chocolate or sweets? Chocolate if I'm sad, sweets if I'm happy. Nice. Nice <laughs> strategic answer. I like that. Oh, yeah. Bath or shower? Shower. shower. Bath, a bath, I, I, like, I, I question the, the, the mindset of someone having a bath. Like, like, you have, like, how much time do you have, right, for starters? Also, they're, they're quite slippy. They're hard to get out of. You're either, you're either a pensioner or a baby. Those are acceptable times to have baths. Showers, you're, you're in quick. You've got yeah. too much time on your hands if you're having baths. Yeah, yeah. Baths, I remember as a kid learning that like mm. assisted living people, they get into the bath because there's a door on the bath. So they get oh, into okay. the bath when it's empty and then they put the water on. That's horrific. There's like a sort of cut in the side of the bath because obviously they won't be able to get out of it using the traditional method. This is the thing, and that I makes thought, sense. Fuck, that's so sad. <laughs> but do you, do you know, I'd see in that scenario, I would develop a way where you would have some kind of like. Hoist. Uh, no, no, no. A <laughs> hoist would be amazing. I didn't even <laughs> think about a hoist. Just like pulling out, just, 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 just you know, just like, like, like your, your own flag, your yeah. own like national flag, just, and then, and then lowered back <laughs> down. That's great. Oh, Lovely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be weird if there was some guy with a horn as well and a trumpet, like yeah, yeah. whilst you're having your bath. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they do things in Weymouth, but like that's, uh, that's it. But Stood like, in the corner. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I think that the idea is better than the one yeah. I was about to say. Yeah. So Absolutely. we'll go with that one. You're welcome. Um, mornings or evenings? Evenings. Evenings. Mint yeah. chocolate chip or chocolate orange? Chocolate orange. Easiest question there is. Mint chocolate chip is disgusting. Like the, whoever, whoever is a fan, like I just don't. It's who eats. It's the same reason you don't eat chocolate right after, like brushing your teeth. Like who yeah. is enjoying that? Yeah. No, that that's like a Bush Tucker trial. Mm. Like mm. chocolate and mint, animals. Yeah. Fair enough. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> this is the craziest question of the interview, but okay. I love the answers and I love the thinking behind this. You're, you're going to prison, you've messed up, you've done something wrong, tax evasion, etc, etc. You're getting paid £10,000 a day. Every 24 hours, £10,000 will either go into your bank account or it will get put in a parcel and when you get released it will get given to you tax free. Okay. It's a mental prison. It's a maximum security prison. A Anything maximum goes, security prison, right. There's a chance you might get shanked. How long between 24 hours and six months would you be willing to go to prison for 10k a day? I would, I, I, I like that you've given it like I would have a choice to be there for mm. six months. Like, like I go, Try oh, no, out. I definitely, like work I definitely be there for, I definitely the six yeah, months. Yeah, yeah I definitely, have to, like, that wouldn't be in my hands at all. I would walk in there. They would smell the, f they would taste the fear in the air, right? They would see me, they would just, they were going for the kill, they were juggling, they go, I wouldn't even know, I wouldn't even have a chance to show that I could be, you know, useful in like, mm. my comedy or something like that. They just go, mm. yeah, I might, I might be 6'2", 
right? But they can, they, they'll just see, uh, they'll know. Um, so I would spend as little time, like, I probably wouldn't even make the day. I wouldn't even make the 24 hours. I would go, I'm sorry, I just came to dip a toe. I, I've, got, I've got the wrong room. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, on the wrong but, floor. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that, that I, I, so I'm done with tax evasion, which is a very yeah. comedian thing to be done for. I uh, yeah. like that. They're very, very good. Um, cheers, Jimmy, for ruining it for the rest of us. <laughs> Uh, but then you've got like, how long would I last? Like, so they give me a sentence. They're like, well, you've you've done tax evasion, um, but we're going to give you the choice of how long yeah. you can stay in there. Yeah, it's like a 24-hour induction period. I love the whimsy of that, that legal court. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so you're on the road. You're doing a comedy oh. tour, or you're about to produce, interview a guest, or go to a music festival. You realise you don't have any lunch on you. You go to Tesco's or another supermarket, Waitrose if you're doing all right. You get a meal deal. What's your go-to meal deal? Main oh. snack and drink. Okay, first of all, Sainsbury's do terrible meal deals. All right, I get it that they don't even offer a chocolate. Right, mm. they don't offer the chocolate. Like they just say no, you can have crisps or some kind of fruit. If you choose the fruit, you're a better man than I. Like that, it just seems like it's always like seven grapes. And they're like seven grapes that have been like they had like a really yeah. bad traumatic, like childhood. <laughs> like, like they had like some there like they, they were wine. Shit, man. They, yeah, they yeah, they yeah. they were born like aged wine. Like that's so that they're always like really horrible. Yeah. Um, so I would say, uh, I go to Tesco. I get myself a chicken triple. Mm. Right now, if the chicken chicken triple is never is available. I would get the chicken salad, right? But the chicken triple is just a nut. It's big. It's a big sandwich. It is big. Okay, you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. Then I get, for a drink, I get the multivitamin Tropicana, right? Get that five a day in there. <laughs> and then I would get a Duo Whisper. Nice. Or Boost. Or Duo Boost. Boost. If there, are, boost if there aren't any Duo Boosts, then I get the mm. Duo Whisper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's nice that the duo is included in that. I do like that. Shout but out. It's just a superior meal deal to Sainsbury's because of that. Not only are they giving you chocolate, they're giving you the chocolate that you think is like. I, I know it's a whispered duo. I have not. I would love to have, be bored one day and just to test out how much the difference is between a whisper and a whisper duo because I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure it's actually that different. Yeah, yeah. But it looks better. It looks different. Yeah. And you, you, you know, and most of your meal is eaten with your eyes. Nice, love that. Very right, painful. Well, it's been a genuine pleasure speaking to you. Thank you so much day. for your time. And uh, when this is out, I'll uh, give you a shout. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank All you. Right. Nice one. Take care. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Take it easy. Thank you so much. Absolute soul. As always, hooking me up with the beard. Beard wash from Duke Cannon. It's got a hint of oak barrel and. Buffalo Trace Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. I know that that's backwards. I'm sorry. Um, got some more Duke Cannon here. Same again, Buffalo Trace. This is a bar of soap, as I've mentioned numerous times now in uh, guest episodes. That's a big boy. Bedlam 2022, once again, <clears throat> will get you 20% off everything on archiesoul.com. Um, and for Christmas, I was very kindly given a £25 bottle of Anthony Sea Kelp Scrub, which is absolutely awesome, and I love it. So that's Archie Soul. 
www.archersoul.com. And finally, we have made sure, as always, I love fragrances. If anyone knows me in real life, I love candles, I love scents, I love walking into a house and smelling like gingerbread or lemon and lime or strawberries. And I don't think that that's necessarily something that's appreciated by men. And I think it should be because there's nothing wrong with it. It's always seen as very girly. However, I think that we should normalize it for men. So made sure, made sure.pigcartel.com. Bed them 20, not bed them 2022, for 20% off your order. We've got wax melts to suit every emotion, every feeling. We've got Jamaican Me Crazy. This one, you can smell it through the wrapper. It is amazing. It's a really left field scent. It's quite a tropical fruity smell. We've got lemon and lime. If the uh, camera wants to focus, that would be fantastic. Lemon and lime. There we go. Smell that one as well. They're really powerful, but they're really like sort of punchy and um, they are meant to be sort of chunked and sort of um, separated. You're not meant to put the whole thing <clears throat> in your burner. Um, so yeah, there we go. Pink Flamingo as well is the last one I've got to hand. And we've got Averbath here. Averbath. So yeah, just mind-blowing. Everyone that I've ever sent any Made Sure stuff to has absolutely loved it. And I think that 2022 could be their year. Hopefully going to look at doing some events and some fairs when COVID finally jogs on. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really proud of Hannah for making just these amazing snap bars, wax melts. Um, we're looking potentially at getting burner kits, but that's a little bit way down the road. A lot of people say, you know, how do you use them? And it would be good to do like an all assembled thing. Um, I think Hannah's looking at doing some spring scents um, soon. And then we'll look into doing it as a seasonal thing. You know, spring, summer, autumn, winter, Halloween, Christmas, that sort of stuff in the middle. But yeah, I absolutely love all my sponsors. I use all of the stuff myself. And I just, I, I just try and be as genuine as possible with it, really. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you are watching this on YouTube... Please like and subscribe. I'm nearly at 30 subscribers, I think, and I'd like to get to 50 by the end of February if possible. I don't think that's an unachievable task. Um, but yeah, thanks as always for listening, watching, and I hope that the guests that I've just had on has been interesting. So I will speak to you all very, very soon. Keep it bedlam, and please support the show by supporting my sponsors. Cheers, guys. Absolute Medlam Podcast. Who? What? Where? Why? Ad read time. Shanty Spirit. Botanical Seaweed Vodka. Vacuum distilled for fresher flavour.
met these guys a couple of years back now and they are absolutely smashing the alcohol game. All comes in a beautiful bottle that has to be seen to be believed. It's available at www.shantyspirit, all one word, .com. Uh, have a look at their website. It's absolutely incredible. It looks great. Uh, you can spin the bottle if you fancy a bit of spin the bottle like the old days. Comes in 20 centiliter and 70 centiliter bottles. And if you use the code just for you guys, Bedlam discount at checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. So tell them I sent you using code Bedlam discount. And shout out to everyone at Shanty that has made this possible. Uh, they're, they're doing so well. I'm really excited to see how these guys grow and expand. So yeah, please drink responsibly. Um, if you are listening to this, you know, crack out a bottle of Shanty. Check out their website as well for cocktail ideas because they've got a lot of ideas other than just drinking it with Coke like the delinquent that I am. But yeah, cheers guys. Back to the episode. Hello, hope you enjoyed that episode. Just got an ad read from a new sponsor called Set Surf. So, Set Surf is a small British company passionate about mineral sunscreen and natural skin protection. Our range of sunscreens and creams are designed to protect your skin naturally without harsh chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life. So if anyone knows me in real life, they'll know that I'm from a seaside town and one of the most important things when you go to the beach and probably anywhere in the world really, to be fair, is sun cream. And we all know how much of an absolute disaster it can be when you go to the beach without sun cream. So I want to make sure that people are using the right sun cream and not the rubbish, cheap alternatives from many, many supermarkets. <laughs> I won't call any out. Um, but yeah, this is how Set Surf is different from all that cheap, nasty stuff that will just about get the job done. So it's 100% mineral. We don't use any harsh or weird chemicals to reach SPF 50. They just use zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, which makes them perfect for sensitive skin and all of your kids. It's reef safe because we use no chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life at all. Our sunscreens are genuinely reef safe. They're also non-nano. We use non-nano sized particles which don't sink into the deeper layers of your skin like you get with some chemical sunscreens. It rubs in virtually clear, so set sunscreen rubs in very well without leaving any chalky marks or residue on your skin and they are also very, very water resistant. Lastly, they are packed with good stuff. They contain Kalahari melon oil, argan oil and aloe vera to nourish and moisturise your skin. If you shop the range at www.setsurf.com, use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off any of the products on their website. So that's www.setsurf.com and use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off of anything on their website. Right, another ad read coming right up. See you later.